podcast on unshakable confidence, lessons in self-love, teaches you how to reprogram your subconscious mind by implementing positive habits. Keep listening and step into your dream self now. Hello, everyone. Today, I have Milda. I am so excited about this. So, Milda, can you please just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you? Of course. Thank you so much, Megan, for having me. Um, So, a little bit about me. I would say I'm such a diverse person. I have a background in both business, marketing, personal branding, but at the same time, on the completely other spectrum, I am also a yoga teacher, a certified yoga teacher. I've enrolled in courses and completed some certificates on EFT. Currently in, in a, on a path of uh, ICF uh, life coaching and NLP training as well. So, you know, I'm all about psychology. It's been my passion for such a long time. So, you know, I'm a very, very diverse person. And I would say that speaks a lot about me. You know, all of my interests, they cover a very, very huge field of as well who I am and how I approach life as well from both strategic and very holistic uh, perspective, I would say. Wow, that sounds so interesting. And that was honestly like my first question is you seem to have like this duality to you where you do the yoga, you're doing the EFT, you're doing the psychology, but at the same time, you're also running a business and you're a personal brand strategist and you're hopping on Zoom meetings and leading meetings. So how do you balance those two and what does that look like for you energy wise? Mm, That's a very good question. First thing that that came to my mind was definitely that I'm a Gemini. So, you know, um, uh, I have this duality in me uh, uh, where, you know, I can do a lot of different things and and it's very diverse. Um, I would say, you know, I definitely tend to prioritize one thing over another, you know, in time. So I don't, I try not to overwhelm myself with everything. I would just say, you know, those are definitely my interests, but one step at a time, I'm just trying to focus or somehow just balance throughout the day, you know. So there was a point in my life where I was extremely involved in, uh, you know, um, spirituality. When I, you know, in the point where I was trying to find myself after, you know, this teenage kind of like years, I got a lot into like self-development, right? And that was the, the, the time when I was extremely into yoga as well. Um, I got certified quite recently as well, you know, and and that was the path. And definitely yoga gave something to me, which was a very beautiful practice that I still continue. And of course, workout is a very big part of my my day, right, as well, because it sets the the tone to the whole day that's coming in front of us. Um, so so I, I feel like from yoga, I definitely took like a lot of mindset and um and, and, you know, like this beautiful practice, I'm not actively teaching at the moment because as mentioned before, you know, like I, I believe in focus as well. So that is something that I took from that, right? And, and and business is something that I think also I had from day one since I was a child as well. Because today I was actually thinking about it in the morning, um, about my journey in general. Uh, I think even when I was a little, when I was like 10 in the primary school or even you know, beginning of high school, I just remember like 
how I used to go to these uh, flea markets and start selling my clothes. And even before that, I think it was a moment where it was this era of stickers, exchanging stickers. It was a very big thing, at least, you know, where I'm from. Um, and then I remember, you know, these little thoughts in my head, like, okay, so for this, I'm going to get two, I'm going to exchange. So all of these small little things, it definitely led to this day, right? And I think even though at one point when I had a major burnout, I really wanted to kind of like separate business and, and, and from me as a person. But at the end of the day, I realized that that's something that I'm extremely passionate about as well. So I think I do kind of like find this like great balance where I also try to listen to my body as well. And, and, you know, my intuition, what it's actually craving at specific moment. And then, you know, some days maybe I'm more into business. Some days I'm, I'm spending some more time, you know, learning and getting deeper into myself and maybe even helping some people in other sides. So it's just really about trying to follow myself as well and just allow myself to just be and, and listen, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that's just how I try to, balance <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. if that's even possible sometimes yeah I know it does seem like an impossible task sometimes especially being a person of various interests mm -hmm. so can you get into your yoga practice a little bit and how you do it and how it has impacted your life okay definitely I think at one point when um I was maybe 17 I had like this very big crisis within me where I actually even gained quite a huge amount of weight for me personally right I gained I don't know 10 15 kilograms and I couldn't even recognize myself mm -hmm. and before that I wouldn't even work out much like because I, I was you know just a, a casual girl not too skinny not 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 too you know not not too big and I, I never kind of paid attention to what workout and, and moving in general is right and then when I came to this point where I, I couldn't recognize myself and at that point you know it, the first thing that came into my mind workout you mm -hmm. know and I started getting more in tune with me like I was doing a lot of gym uh, because I really really wanted to get back into the, the the me that I thought was me before right physically and then I, one day, I think when COVID kind of hit, right, I started getting a little bit into Pilates. I started doing Pilates with Melissa Woodhouse. I don't know if you know her yourself. And at that point, I had a thought that, wow, I actually would love to be a Pilates teacher, you know? And uh, I feel like I even wrote it down in my notes. And I'm huge on manifestation, by the way. And... Uh, Somehow, you know, life happened. I had a major burnout, right? I started looking into deeper things within myself again. And I was like, you know what? I had this thought, like, I was really curious about Pilates, maybe even yoga. Okay, very interesting. How do we do that? And I added it to my list. And I think I, I also had this period of time where I allowed myself to explore my interest more deeper. And I was like, okay, let's, let's go there. Let's do, let's try. And what what the training gave me it definitely gave me this sort of like more deep deep more deeper journey within right where i explored a lot of theories of attachment you know being attached to to the physical um even the way physical body of mind you know the way i look like um because of course you know since i had this 
kind of like even trauma, you know, of like, wow, having such an extreme change in the way I look like. And I think yoga also, like the fundamentals of yoga also allows you to get deeper into detachment from, you know, the physical body and also from from some sort of like um, physical attributes in your life, such as things, basic things, you know, um, labels, uh, even people. So I think something that I really took from that was was it. Also meditation, you know, sitting still within myself. It's something that I practice every single day whenever I, I feel like I can. I'm, I'm not perfect as well on that too. So I think those are the things. And yoga practice, I think, you know, as a woman, I try to follow my cycle as well. And uh, I love to be active and move. And, you know, in my to-do list, it's always at least five times a day to find time to move. And, um, and I tend to turn into yoga whenever I feel like I need a recovery. So I do go to the gym here and there, right? A couple of times a week to do weight training for muscles. And then every, every second day I try to do some yoga. Um, cause I personally like vinyasa a lot. It's a little bit more flowy and more energetic. And, um, so, so I basically, you know, do yoga and, uh, also whenever I am in, in the kind of moment where I don't have too much of energy within me, I also tend to kind of turn into yoga because I feel like it's such a diverse practice because you can do it slower. And I love the fact that you stretch. And sometimes I even feel way more tired after yoga practice than even gym session because if I intensify the session myself, uh, especially adding different asanas, you know, postures, like headstands and preparation for the headstand and so on and so that, it kind of can also feel like an energy boost. And of course, a good Shavasana, you know, the last posture where you just lay and contemplate life um, and, and you just rest within. I, I think it just unlocks something and definitely like allows, you know, a great start of the day. So I, I fell in love with the yoga. I fell in love mm-hmm. with the practice, with the fundamentals, with the mindset. I think it's so deep. And um, I think it opened the doors within me that I didn't even know existed before you know, so also allowed me to deepen, deepen the connection within myself from the spiritual perspective. And also just kind of find a connection with movement as well, conscious movement. I think that's important, you know, because we had these eras of, you know, gym kind of like, you know, work out so much, be super lean and just like this crazy obsession with a perfect body. And then, you know, there's a complete opposite, which might be even like a light movement, just listening to your body, which is yoga as well. And I've realized that you can also achieve even good uh, results by doing like a movement, which is cortisol friendly. I would say that way, right? Which it doesn't necessarily make you go crazy and extremely stressful afterwards. And and I think yoga and my practice in yoga is also a lot of listening to my body. And it's just something that I've learned through yoga as well is always, always trying to tune in and listen to how how I feel and what my body tells me, you know, so that I think that's what determines my practice in general. Mm, wow, that is so beautiful. I love that. I definitely agree that as women, it's not always the best thing in the world for us to be doing this heavy weightlifting all the time, every day of our cycle. It's good to switch it up and to have a connection to your body in a different way. The mind-body connection that other practices provide, like yoga, is 
so crucial because we're constantly being like stimulated in this world and our mind is constantly going. So having that time to tap into our body and meditate and feel nothing for just a second in our brain is so important. And additionally, you know, another practice that you also have in your life is the EFT. So I would love to hear more about that. I honestly have no idea what it is. So please inform me. Get ready for a journey. No, I mean, um, you know, EFT is one of the more controversial practices, you can say it that way, because it definitely, it definitely relies on your body's energy. And, you know, there are people who believe in that and who don't. But I personally, I've realized that, you know, it's all in your mind. And um, there's always, for me personally, there is something higher there. And I do believe in all the energies and whatnot, you know. Um, I'm that kind of person, I would say, you know, <laughs> on that side. And for me, FT was very fascinating because I did know deeper inside of me that I do want to be a mentor, a coach, maybe life coaching could be a path for me. And at that moment, I was like, okay, well, life coaching, okay, because you have to learn about questions and how to guide someone. And I think that that's amazing. But I also wanted to add more tools into my toolbox. And EFT was something that caught my eye. And I was like, okay, this tapping, what does it do? You know, because for example, I, I used to see these videos of like tapping on the head, on like face. And I was like, and, and people say affirmations. And I was like, is it affirmations plus tapping? But so basically what tapping, EFT tapping is, it's uh, this whole kind of um, theory is rooted in um, Chinese, traditional Chinese medicine, where our bodies have different points, right? Different meridians. It's very similar to the practice with needles as well, acupuncture, right? But in EFT, you just tap on these spots yourself with your fingers. Mm -hmm. And in EFT, there's multiple multiple ways how to approach that, right? You can do it silently. Uh, you can do it by thinking something. Uh, you can also do it by speaking out loud and saying specific things out loud, which is most likely the things that are in the back of your mind, maybe sometimes even subconscious. And yes, you can do EFT yourself, but you can achieve way higher result when you do EFT with somebody who's guiding you because it's kind of like a mix. They ask you questions about a specific issue and then they guide you through the points where they feel like, okay, we should tap on that because what EFT does, it releases the blocks, the energetic blocks that you have within you. So for example, let's say if you had, maybe if you're feeling, you know, stuck, or I, I feel like EFT is amazing on limiting beliefs as well, you know, if you're feeling stuck on something, and then through EFT, you're able to identify. So, okay, so what is actually the problem? Because usually what we think is a problem is not necessarily a problem. So you have, you can go deeper through the questions and then tap into that, literally tap into that, right? So for example, then let's say you're a guide, they would uh, repeat things that they kind of relate to you. It's very also energetic work because the person that guides you through what you tell them, right? Because before you actually explain, you know, a little bit about, you know, what is it that you want to work on? But then also, I feel like, you know, your guide, they have to kind of like try to and, and anticipate what's in your subconscious. And they tell you like, for example, 
I have this worry, you know, I have this worry within me that I am not good enough. And then the guide kind of like tells you the specific phrases and you repeat them and you kind of tap it out on through different energetic spots. And then eventually you feel like a sense of release, a sense of peace and, and calmness. And it actually helps you to let things go. Mm-hmm. It's a great practice of if you want to let things go. And uh, as I mentioned before, you know, traumas, limiting beliefs. And that's what I found fascinating is because even I'll tell you a little story um, about my father. Actually, um, he was here visiting me um, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, sometimes he has a high blood pressure, high blood pressure, <laughs> high blood pressure, right? Um, and uh, he was playing some paddle and he he felt unwell and he came back home and and he was like, oof, I'm not feeling well. And I was like, okay, let's do tapping. Uh, so he was literally laying, I was tapping right on him and it went away. So oh. it's also amazing uh, for some sort of like physical, because of course, physical is connected to the mind as well. So, and even without even repeating these words, anything, just pressing, tapping or pressing on these specific acupuncture spots, it also allows you to kind of like release the actual issue. And I feel like myself, I quote unquote healed a lot of physical things that I had also mental, you know, things that were bothering me through the tapping as well. And also anxiety, stress, something that we feel every single day. Like if I would have a very stressful meeting or, you know, a call or even some things that are really overwhelming, I would always tap. It's Mm -hmm. also a part of my daily routine. I wouldn't say I do it every single day because I feel like I came to a point where I put all these practices together that they allow me to be feel very stable. And once in a while, when I feel more stressed, I, I do kind of like go in and, and, and practice a little bit more. And at the same time, I'm always, you know, um, up-leveling my qualification as well. So I constantly have practices with different students as well. We work on one another. So it's like a continuous self-discovery, self-realization journey, work, you know, on myself as well. At the same time, you know, if in my close circle, because at the same time, I'm not actively practicing with clients EFT as well. But, you know, within family, within friends, whenever they have something, we're like, okay, let's hop in a session. Let's tap in a little bit. And then, oof, what a relief. So it's a powerful practice, especially if you're doing it with a guide, with somebody that can guide you. And it's one of the tools that can help you if you have tried a lot of different things and they didn't work out or you don't relate to them. It's also a tool that you can explore to kind of, once again, release something, some blogs, some limiting beliefs, some, you know, thoughts about yourself, you know, just to kind of like empower yourself and go back into the self-love, into the space of, um, of feeling at peace and um, confident and being able to conquer the world again, you know? So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's something I think. Wow. I'm going to have to book a session with you as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, that of sounds course. so great. Um, so you discussed earlier, you're also into manifestation and life coaching and NLP. What does NLP stand for? So, NLP is Neuro Linguistic Programming. Mm. And at the moment, I don't think I can tell you way more about it because my official training starts in a couple of weeks. So I'm also very curious and very exciting, excited. But I think, you know, it's one of those practice, one of those tools that allows you to program yourself as well through specific actions, through specific words. 
because it's all about programming, right? We were programmed when we were little and we're continuously programming ourselves a certain way. So that's something that was very, very curious, uh, that I was very, very curious about, right? It was one of the tools. So unfortunately, I can't tell you more about that specific tool, but I think um, it's something that I'm super curious to uncover because I believe it's going to help me to help even way more people than I do now and through new and holistic ways. I'm all about the holistic, you know, kind mm-hmm. of a um, framework and, and tapping into all the different aspects of the body, mind, sometimes soul, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. So. Wow. Honestly, the more that you talk about yourself and your passions and your interests and your practices, the more that it resonates with me and like everything that I love so much, like I'm transitioning to life coaching. You're also interested in doing a podcast. Like we both have all of these shared interests. I think that's so lovely. Like the way the universe works and like brings people together. Yeah, I can definitely agree. And, and I'm so happy that we recently connected and are able to have such a conversation and definitely, you know, we'll have more. I'm 100% sure. (laughs) Oh, yes. Hopefully, yes. Very soon. So next, I just want to ask you a little bit about in in your bio, you have holistic wellness lifestyle. So Mm. what is that? And what kind of practices do you use to live a holistic lifestyle? I love this word holistic because it connects so many different things. And I'm the person who believes that there is no one way out and everything is interconnected. We are connected to one another. We are connected to something higher. And um, there's so many different ways to approach one situation, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And that's why I believe that I want to design my life in a holistic way as well, where I add different practices, you know, and I, I'm just very open and, 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 um, I'm not clingy to something one. Right. Um, and in terms of the practices and how I lead the holistic lifestyle. So I would say I definitely tune into my mind, body and spirit. And I think that's what holistic stands for me. And, um, some of the practices that allow me to do that is definitely starting from early morning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I would say, uh, the first thing that I do when I wake up is I put on my gym clothes. And I mean, I walk, I walk my dog, <laughs> but then I do go to work out. I do go to work out, whether it's um, a gym, um, because that's something that me and my partner do, uh, whether it's... Um, yoga session, um, a little Pilates. So that is something that, you know, I feel like allows my body to kind of like awaken. And then after that, I try to put in a little meditation session um, that, you know, it, it connects the, the, the mind to the body to the soul as well. Just a still a moment of stillness. So a meditation. So I think my morning is about that. And also I take care of my physical body a little bit. You know, the, the beauty and wellness thing, I do uh, gua sha practice, gua sha, gua sha. I don't know how you pronounce it correctly, but I do kind of like, I want to prevent all of these, you know, wrinkles. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm young, you know, that's not something that I need, but I feel like even I like the way I look so fresh after that, you know, just like moving this lymphatics a little bit. So I do add on some, you know, gua sha. And 
throughout the day, I feel like I also try to listen to my body once again. I think it's very whole from the holistic perspective, you know, I do work some days I work eight to nine hours if I feel like it. Other days I work half an hour if I feel like it. So it's once again, listening to my body. And yes, you know, some people might not be able to to live that way because I feel like I do have the luxury, you know, thanks to the universe of having a lifestyle that like that, which of course, you know, living in this digital era provided me with, which I'm very grateful for. But I really, really try to also listen to my body because on some days I want to work a lot and I'm so focused that, you know, and other days I just don't feel like it. And I know that if I push myself, it's not going to be productive. And I just allow myself to rest a lot, right, as well. Um, So rest as well, you know, just trying to rest if I feel like I need that. And at the same time, when I feel overwhelmed, if I feel stressed or something's on my mind, EFT practice. EFT practice, you know, tapping it out, releasing. And at the moment, the, my practice of release is EFT. Sometimes I do, you know, physically jump, shake it out a little bit if I feel like that's something that I need as well. Um, and then I would say in the evening, I think evening uh, evening routine is extremely important as well, which I feel like a lot of people neglect because mm-hmm. your evening routine kind of sets the tone for the next day as well. So for me in the evening... I do spend some time with my partner most of the time. You know, we do find some time to reconnect after the day. And then later, I would say I do put my phone down um, around, let's say, nine-ish, even before nine. And then uh, we both read. Uh, I love reading even five pages a day, I would say, you know, because it's all about the compound effect. And I also do get some knowledge um, in. And I think also it kind of like puts my brain into this sort of like a rest state as well, a little bit better, because, you know, when you were constantly on in front of a screen, it's a little bit difficult to find kind of like this um, to put yourself back to rest and sleep because it's, it's so overwhelming sometimes. So that is something that I do as well, you know, read. And then I feel like, you know, since I was putting a lot of efforts and kind of regulating my circadian rhythm and waking up early and going to sleep, I feel like before 10 p.m. I'm already sleepy. I'm already Mm -hmm. sleeping, you know. So just kind of like making sure that the end of the day is pretty calm and the evening is pretty calm and I'm not bombarding my my mind with a lot of social media before I go to sleep. I think that's very important for me. And just once again, finding time instead of, you know, sitting online, I exchange that time to once again, reconnecting with my partner, maybe reading a book and just relaxing, playing with my dog. <laughs> Why not? You know, but just kind of just being being present. I think that's important because it just allows me to fall asleep and also supplements as well. You know, I take magnesium before I go to sleep in the morning. I also take uh, take some um, supplements as well to kind of like so it's also like a part of my routine I would say um, so this is just what holistic is for me I think you know taking care of my 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 mind body and, and soul at the same time every single day and just being being very conscious mm-hmm. I would say that's something that could sum that up yeah this is lovely and these are some amazing practices that I think people should definitely consider adding into their routine. I do some of these as well and I can attest to they're so great. Um, last question I wanted to ask you is 
about your relationship and about the routine that you guys have. I don't know if it was weekly where you get together, plan your week and work on projects. So how has having a partner who is also very dedicated and lives the same lifestyle as you, how has that impacted you? Um, I would say that this is a topic for another conversation because I think me and my partner, um, we met at the right time when we needed that the most. And in general, I would say that I found my soulmate and this is, you know, something that I'm very grateful for as well. And we do go kind of like on a similar journey. I would say, you know, we push one another, we go through similar things at the same time. It's just somehow very aligned. And I think whenever you are aligned within yourself, all of the other things around you come into place. And I think when I felt like, oof, I was working so much on myself personally, I think the right partner came as well. And we, yes, we do have a very similar set of values, a very similar mindset on life as well. And, uh, that's how we approach it as well both holistic you know mm-hmm. um and um we do have some routines together as well how to kind of maintain this relationship and make sure that we're in alignment because whenever we're both busy throughout the days we can get lost right so i think some of the practices that we have together as well to check in with one another is just make sure that you know, we always prioritize our relationship as well, even though we are very busy. Um, In the morning, we also ask, okay, so what's on your schedule? What's on yours? You know, how can we spend some time together today? You know, at least maybe if it's super busy, maybe before going to sleep. Or, you know, as mentioned before, maybe we do read together. Maybe we chat about the difficulties that we had in today. Just kind of like finding these times to reconnect again and to feel connected, to keep each other in the loop as well. And sometimes we do um, have, you know, these weekly check-ins. But I feel like some weeks we need more than the others. But I think that is just something, communication and always checking in on one another how are we doing? Do we need some support? You know, do we need a hug or even a shoulder to cry on? Because we do spend 24-7 together. We literally, I think right now we're a little bit more than two years together. And I think mm-hmm. in all of this time we spent apart, I don't know, maximum a month, you know, mm-hmm. if you put all of these times together. So we're definitely spending a lot of time together. And and and, and throughout, throughout that time, what really helps is to just communicate, you know, just to communicate how we're feeling, what's in our mind, because some days are better, some are some are worse, right? So just trying to communicate, trying to just sit down and chat about how we're feeling, even how we're feeling about where the relationship is going as well, you know, just to communicate, communicate and communicate, mm-hmm. I think. And, uh, and yeah, I don't think we have anything super special, new, um, you know, some framework, I think is just, you know, being genuinely curious in one another. Um, I think that's something that works for us, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like you are a very self-aware person, just listening constantly to your mind and body and soul and putting it all together. And that's so inspiring to me. And we're at the end of our time, but this has been so lovely. So thank you so much. Thank you so much as well. It was lovely, Megan.
If you loved this episode and you want to learn more or you want to sign up for one-on-one coaching, head over to my Instagram at Meg Robbie. Thank you.